welcome back to another exciting episode of the Film Alchemist Podcast. The show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always by my friend, co-host, and guy who just won't grant my goddamn wish. Alex Dantino. <laughs> All right, before Alex today's... Dantino. Epic finale of the Wishmaster series as part of our October Mega Marathon. 31 days, 31 pods. <laughs> Before we uh, we finally finish off that goddamn gin, literally, a little bit of business. People, it's official. We have made our way to Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash film alchemist pod. If you want us to make your wishes come true. That's the best place to do it. You can get in for as little as a dollar a month, and we assure you we greatly appreciate that. Uh, as you climb the tiers, you get access to a Patreon-exclusive library filled with awesome movies. You get a vote on the movies you want to fill that library up with. We do commentaries, miniseries, Q&As. Uh, you even can select double features, man, and we're always looking to uh, adjust and add new features to make it even more awesome for all of our friends and supporters. So, again, that's patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. It would mean the world to us if you can, if you would come uh, join the cause over there. If you can't help financially, we get it, man. That's all good. There's some other stuff you can do to help us out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Film Alchemist. You can share the shows uh, and follow us on all your social media. That means the world to us. Thank you if you do that. You can email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com if you ever want to talk. Uh, yell at us, ask us to grant wishes that we will uh, semantically judo you with. That's fine, man. That's the email. You can do that there. Filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Uh, also, ratings and reviews wherever and everywhere you find the pod is a great way to help us defeat these algorithms that won't just love us for who we truly are, man. You know what I mean? You can help us with that. Thank you guys for everything you do, especially... Guys, we want to ask you uh, a special a special plea here. Share the shit out of the October Mega Marathon. It is our big event every year. We put in a lot of work, and we want to share with as many people as possible. So, again, thank you for all your help. All right. We appreciate all that. Let's Almost as much as we appreciate Wishmaster 4. Prophecy fulfilled. I actually would amend the uh, subtitle for this one. Wishmaster 4, Gin Love. That's what I'd say. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's Wishmaster 4, Prophecy Fulfilled? Question mark. Um, I mean, if we're just getting as technical as possible, because that's a lie. Um, I knew I was in better hands immediately with Wishmaster 4. Wishmaster 3 had somewhat derailed. It lacked a little bit of that spark and magic, yeah. right? This one had a flaming title card. Oh, uh, you know. Gave the you the type up made. front. Always it good. It gave me the type. It brought me back to the lore summary because that's important for this movie. Big lore. Big, big, big lore. lore. Big lore here. Um, And at the end, right? Fear one thing. Fear, Fear the, the gin. gin. And immediately you know, okay, so we're back to the lore, which is good. Also... Someone writing down fear only one thing, fear the djinn, insult to God. Maybe that describes why the djinn's in this fucking unwinnable game. Neither here nor there. Uh, we still have the shitty djinn. We still have the shitty fucking watered down suit. I don't know why they made this suit so fucking watered. Very watery. greasy. 
what I'll say. And again, the 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 weird motorcycle entrance yeah. with the wish.com Tommy Lee coming yep, in. Yep, yep. And just fucking pounding this lady till the bed breaks and then drawing her like one of his French girls. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a weird energy with kind of like a Lilith Fair new metal song playing. It's a strange intro. Right, right. But immediately I felt some zest. I think I think that's my biggest complaint with Wishmaster 3 is it's so flat and devoid of interest. This movie for whatever it is, it felt you you can feel that the filmmakers had a little yeah. bit more passion and interest in what they were yeah. doing. And I appreciated that so alex opening thoughts on wishmaster foe yeah i don't know if you know this uh in my in some just basic research apparently they shot three and four back to back like i, I might have said mm-hmm. that on last episode apparently only separated by a weekend like one weekend break and then they went so went into shot <laughs> so here's my thing i have a feeling they really wanted to shoot wishmaster four and they like had the same to, director same director chris angel the mind freak himself that's so my same, entire the theory is just thrown out of the window. About the why gen- does this one feel like there's more passion in it than part three? Well, I was getting this is what I'm this is what I'm thinking. Okay, I think that this might have been number three, and then they were like, "Hang on, we can cram one. We more can cram we can one more in, in there. Let's write this shit real fast." Uh, Dude, that is a fascinating theory. So I wonder if maybe so them- maybe they're like we got enough we could squeeze out right. one more. I think we can squeeze the out Wishmaster one more. Runs around. We have this college campus for free for like a, a week. Yeah. Do you guys want to run around and make a Wishmaster at a college yeah. campus? Yeah. Do sure, you want to do, do the Wishmaster as the T three thousand year old yeah. running guy? And it's like yeah. Cool. I think Artisan Entertainment yeah. gave them a few extra bucks. And they're like, if you can squeeze two out of one, we'll give you like whatever on the back end or some shit. Nice. Oh, I bet that was a huge deal. <laughs> Apparently they thought they were making, you know. Okay, but that that is interesting. So same guy. Same guy. The movie feels so differently, right? One is left out in the cold and shabby and, and lifeless. And this one, I again, it, it, it increases the porniness, right? Like Because now we're not doing like the late night Cinemax. We're just doing like a lot of tits and ass. Yeah, constantly. there's a lot of pornography in this one. I, this is what I'd say about prophecy fulfilled and why i do think it's different i think when you're looking at a movie like whatever the whatever subtitle you subscribe to for gates for wishmaster 3 whatever your preferred is um when you're looking at a movie like wishmaster 3 and you're using like the pretense of like college and shit like that sometimes yeah. i think you people think to pocket themselves in that like oh we gotta hit like these choice notes like oh there's a sexist guy and there's like a sex kitten gal and all these other things that like happen in college. Right. When it's just people living their lives, you have a little yeah. more open range to do that. And I think that's why Wishmaster 4 starts in this way that while very porny and very skinemax, also kind of just works, man. Like there is still like this it, level it just of like, works. I get it. Yeah. And the hard cut into her in like a fucking square ass like suit jacket. Mm hmm. And then seeing that uh, Wish.com Tommy Lee's in a wheelchair now, you're like, okay, there's more yeah. story going on. There's more stakes there's and things pathos. for me to sink my teeth into. We got shit going into. on. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one little bit and the guy who gives her the fucking wish gym going in for the fucking kiss only to find out he's right. the lawyer. They're still okay. like together but not married. Anyways, neither here nor there. 
the human stuff is not wildly interesting as is tradition, but right. it is captivating enough and engaging. You don't feel like it's just thrown in there as a waste. We're also now at the point where the Wishmaster Ruby is basically in an actual jewelry box that he can found be easy, another jewelry box easily yeah. broken. By the way, like the well, I like when she drops and he goes, "Did that break?" And it's like. Yeah, like, yeah, it fucking has an the open. La the last <laughs> one at least had the last one at least had like uh like you know like I said puzzle box for dumb people thing. This one yeah. literally is just like a jewelry box that can like break without question. Like yeah. we're officially also, real strange thing to be like. This is gonna get me in there. Yeah, this is well, gonna seal the deal. Did, did you get the sense that also? I don't know. Maybe I maybe I misread this because I you know obviously I watch a lot with closed captioning or anything. I don't think Stephen I believe is his name. I don't think Stephen realized that there was the the ruby was in there. Am I correct? No, he didn't. Right. So I was yeah. like, you really did just give her a stupid ass looking. You box. Her a terrible little like pewter box, thinking that would get yeah. you in, like Flint. Yeah. No. He's like, I wonder if she'll pick up the subtleism, the symbolism, <laughs> a cold dusty box that hasn't been opened in years. <laughs> This will ignite the fires. Women love that kind of subtlety. No, whatever. Throw all that shit out, right? They they set us up. They they do the base work of telling a story. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, early in the film, I immediately felt in better hands, which is strange that it was the exact same hands. Same I hands. like your theory, right, I, that the yeah. other was a cram in. I do like that a lot. We see the Wishmaster the first time. Still the same kind of thing, whatever. Face rips, he's the lawyer now. Yep, yep. This is the thing. This gen is so much, because we kind of get the same vibes, right? He goes over and interrupts um, monkey shine time. Yep, yep. He bites an apple, throws it back in the bowl. Like, all right, he's still a little dickhead. Mm -hmm. This gen is so fucking different at this point. Right. So he brings the lady into his office and he goes, hey, man. I got a new strategy. Let's make it. She's like, I wish we won the case. Right. And possibly one of the most legally dubious moves since fucking a few good men. He calls the enemy lawyer who tells him to suck a dick. And the guy starts in just a brutally gnarly scene, right? Cutting his ear off, stabbing his cheek, cuts his nose off. Mm -hmm. Rips his tongue screaming. out. Screaming. Rips his own tongue out yep, yep. while these two people just bang on a glass just door like the, they can't like get in there. There are no, like, it's glass. Clearly, Gosh. they don't like this guy Break either. He had, like, a real, like, small dick energy vibe at the start. So probably for a bad sure, boss. Like, sure. no, yep. no. They're, like, doing the Willy Wonka meme. No, no, please. <laughs> hell. Uh, but I do think that uh, as a man is chopping his face up and there's blood in the fax machine, I don't think that's a legally binding document, no matter how much magic's attached to it. Well, he did sign. I don't it. think I don't think they're getting that ten mil check. Is my theory, sure? but he grants her well, actual fucking wish. I like okay, but this is I like this thread about the gins. Okay, like they're yes. always trying new things, and I really appreciate that. Like Wishmaster two, he's like, I've never been to jail. I'm going to check this jail thing out. <laughs> Wishmaster three, I've never been to college. I'm going to check this college thing out. Finally, Wishmaster 4 is like, you know, I've never been a lawyer. I want to check this lawyer thing out. Like, if there's true people who can twist the words, this is where to yeah. learn it. He's kind of, because he doesn't choose it, but he's kind of like a guy who just takes whatever group on, and he's like, I'm a yes man. I'm trying. I'm making the most I'm out of every it. opportunity. Yeah. I'm going to get $60 of Korean barbecue, because I can. Yeah. But, okay, so his next wish, right? He drags her to the belly to dancer place. Yep, goes out. Yeah. 
belly dancer. I don't think they were eating Indian food, but it was some. I, I don't. It was like literally, it was like a steakhouse with belly yeah, dancers. Yeah, he's strange. so a creep because he does the like. I wish I'd be kissed like that. And he's like, I'll send everyone over there. And I was like, God damn, this is before people thought about COVID ever. Yeah. Um, just Gross. like 15 people, men, women, whatever, running up to get kisses on this waitress. Um, I don't know if she'll die from those kisses. That's the Wishmaster's vibe. Grants her wish. Gives the husband the ability to walk back. Right. We are right. 29 minutes into the movie. Yep. And he has completed two of the three wishes. Wishmaster 3? I don't think he grants a wish until the wish that undoes him. Right. So well, he got two wishes in 30 minutes. You know why? Give people exactly what the yeah. fuck they want also, and they like, will hang themselves immediately. It's I think this I think the gen learned from his experience in Wishmaster 3. You know what? I can't just sit around waiting for people to get the right syntax. What I need to do is really listen to people like Dr. Phil would, and that's how I'm going to do this. Like, he basically Dr. Phil's everything. Yes. Well, maybe. Because the movie's asking us to explore the possibility that the fucking gin caught feelings. Okay, yeah. Like, Because this is the big question of the movie is, did the gin a... legitimately catch feelings? Did right. he turn on his family? Because here, here's the setup, right? Because I don't know. There are probably people who will watch this that are like, I'm not watching Wishmaster 4. Yeah. Or hear this, whatever, fine. Neither here nor there. They're sitting there. He's got fucking candles. Yeah. So that drinking. place is smelling good. They got wine. They're drinking fucking old ass vintage wine. Yep, yep. He's going in there to probably prepare a charcuterie board, whatever. Uh, and she just says, also, I forgot a key element. Yeah. Husband gets his legs back and then proceeds to use them to just walk closer to his wife and verbally abuse her. Yeah, yeah. Not says, a good. I'm joke. going to the titty bar. Thanks for taking we care also, of me all those times. Sorry, we skipped over something glaring that I have to point out here. Also, yes. even when he was paralyzed, still, she like walked in on him just checking out pornography on his computer. He's like, "You That's go upstairs fine. alone." Married times people upstairs. watch like, pornography I'm all not the saying, time. It's a healthy release. Vibe. I'm not saying married people don't watch pornography all the time. What I'm saying is, is literally, she's like standing over his computer. He's like, "You don't." That's his space. That's his space. You don't fly into enemy territory what and I'm be saying, surprised when you see me building bunkers. What I'm saying is it's a real show of it's a real show of aggression. So this guy was clearly a dick to begin with anyways. Even before he lost his legs. Maybe. Anyways. I I think it's a monkey shine thing where he's mad at the world. He's like, I used to be a fucking bedcracker. Now I'm sitting here in the wheelchair. I think he's a guy with his ego cannot suffer the because that's the thing. Sure. She's sure. still taking care of him. He can still use his hands. He can still absolutely yeah. Have this time with her, but you know, he's going through it. That's that's at least relatable enough. The throwing porn in her face is pretty mean. Not nice. This is the thing though. I'd like to think that if I had been in an accident and I lost the use of my legs and I'd been really feeling bad about, you know, my wife having to take care of me, I'd like to think that when I got my legs magically reimbued, the first thing that I'd do is be like, You better call sleep number. We're gonna need a new bed. Yeah, we need a new bed. Yeah. I'm cracking this shit open. I'm gonna Thump through the wall, never stop until like the magic wears off, right? Right, right. This guy won't even contemplate it. She has a dream that he just comes home from the titty bar, covered in glitter, smelling like buttholes and sandwiches, and just gets to climb in and just fucking dive right in. And then all of a sudden the gin hands come up and start grubbing. Ah! And she wakes up and he just comes in and she's like, I had a nightmare. We were making love. He goes, Tuh, said's about right. 
And I'm like, hey, man, you don't get to come home with the fucking glittery ass leather Not jacket. Cool. Not cool. And be throwing shade. You literally got your legs back and told your wife you're using them to go to the strip club. Right. So that's the mood she's in when she's there with the gym. She catches him in the weirdest paradox of the franchise. It's when amazing. under her breath. It's amazing. Which apparently is legally binding, even if he doesn't hear it fully, or unless he has like piccolo ears from Dragon Ball Z ears. And she says, I wish I could love you for who you really are. Why she phrases it that way, I have no fucking idea. Was she even talking about the gin or was she talking about um, Wish.com Tommy Lee? I don't know. But the gin goes, oh my God. <laughs> and again, we're like 35 minutes into the movie. There's like a whole hour left of this movie. And he's like, oh, my God. He starts sweating. He's like, I need you to get out of here. And he uh, he unfurls upon us as his cousin shows up in the hell portal. What okay. the fuck, bro? Grant the wish. That is like, like my favorite part of this movie is literally. Dude, like, it's so awesome. I, the fucking hell portals are because they just it's like a FaceTime from your own family. Yeah. That's like, like oh, huh, God still wearing it. the mustache. Huh? Mm. You know, and it's like, yeah. thanks. That's what I, I know, needed to open my phone. And get it's judged. this perfect like FaceTime from hell. We're like. The hell, man! What are you waiting on? Yeah. Just get we we, we got to go. We got shit to he do. He gets real aggressive with his family by the end of the movie. He's like, "Can you fuck up? Can you just but no, fuck they, up?" They I caught feels. I caught feels. Yeah, because they're like, "We've been waiting thousands of years." He's like, "You gotta wait a little more. This is complicated." Yeah. Does she love me or moist rubber suit me? I got to find out. Yeah. This is like so he actually goes on a sojourn. Yeah. To talk to human beings and find out. What ignites their passion? This and like love? turns into this weird Beauty and the Beast thing real quickly. Yes. Okay. So this is my question I pose to you. He asks her best friend who says killer sex. She gets death by orgasm. Right. Yeah. Of course. He goes to the titty bar, right? To mm-hmm. like see what's up. Sex right. moves the world. Whatever. Um. Big miss of the film is that we didn't see that guy become a pimple on her ass. Yeah. That was a bummer. Um, neither here nor there, right? Again, there's always going to be some misses. Do you think the gin actually caught feelings and the gin is actually prepared to forsake his family in hell for this woman or at least keep her as his queen in this new hell on earth? Doesn't it kind of make the movie better that the Wishmaster caught feels? absolutely i really like i gotta go with like he caught this is feels. the fun thing he says because this is the paradox he's caught in and he goes human love can't be, be magic human love can't be can't be taken he's like it's a wish that it only given she freely. can grant yeah so this is the thing a wish that only she can grant she is now the fucking wish master of the movie right right and he is sitting there trying to figure out probably poorly at best how to seduce her. And right, he right. keeps going for it. He keeps trying. We get to the point in this fucking bananas movie where they actually fuck like a full on fuck scene. And he's so excited. He kind of goes a little early, but you know, whatever. It's okay. not a lot of practice, Listen, right? Thousand years he's caught in a rubes. I get it. Yeah. And he just sits there all sweaty in a dead man's body. Yep. Having just had sex with the waker. And he's like, do you love me? I need to know now. And gets so fucking creepy, he essentially blows it. Because this is the thing. In that moment, all he has to do is get her to admit, I love you. Yeah. And then he can legalize. We've seen 
We've a hundred examples in this series of him cheating the words. Guys, it's beauty. It's beauty and the beast, man. Like yeah. it is the rules of beauty and the beast going through the rest of this movie. Yes. That's a good way to put it. So he, she acts, <laughs> this movie has a human being. Fuck the Wishmaster, and the Wishmaster be like, don't leave me. Like that is the right. <laughs> could see. Not like a, a creepy, like, I'll have sex with you and my dick will rip you in right. half because you wished for a... Because that, that was the line in the strip club, right? What what would it take to get in play with a girl like that, right? As her tits are flopping around. Right, right, of and, course. And uh, he goes, a fat wallet. And then the waitress just goes, and a fatter dick. And I was like, all right, that could be like a, a joke, right? Like, I want a fat dick. All right. And she gets yeah. fucking blown up, right? Right, Big trouble, right. Yeah. A lot of big trouble deaths I wanted in this franchise. Yeah, I mean, they, they just lend themselves to it, yeah. It does. There's a lot of good jokes there. Um, the Wishmaster seemingly really, really wants this lady. I think right? he's in love. I think, I think he's, he's fucking in love, man. He finally, after thousands of years, caught feels, and he, he doesn't know what to do. Feels. But what he doesn't want to do is leave this woman and get... And have to deal with his stupid FaceTiming brothers. They constantly are cock-blocking him. Yeah, because there's this weird, like, subplot of the movie. There are two that kind of fall away, right? One is the hunter. Yeah. The hunter has been activated because the final wish has been made but not going through. Right, right. And that guy just gets his ass whipped in, like, another, like, LARPer fight. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like wish.com uh Anthony Antonio Sabato Jr. kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So he gets fucking got and I'm Actually, like, oh, that that's... is Antonio Sabato Jr. Either way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that yeah, he's his own wish.com. It's not even brother. a bird. <laughs> he's an ask Jeeves Antonio Sabato Jr. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, is this that like wish.com Highlander is all we got, and then he's gone. Yep. Um and then the boyfriend is like being such an ass, but then he finds the picture of her naked body he drew, and then he sculpts it briefly, but never gives it to her, never like apologizes to her, or falls in love with her again. Very strange. So we're kind of spinning our wheels, right? But while this is happening, I felt better about this movie. Like I said, the lawyer scene was awesome. Yeah. The fuck to death scene is good, right? Yeah. The, uh, even the bouncer was fine enough, right? Him getting thrown in the dumpster. I That's wonder what day the wonder it's what fine, day right? Tuesday. Yeah, we're, we got it's a lot right. of we got yeah. a lot of quipping coming from the gin. Yeah, even the fucking you know low rent Highlander chopping her head off, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool stuff, man. They got a couple good scenes going, but it's all culminating to this very fucking weird, weird moment, right? Where essentially he traps her in her house. And he reveals who he is, right? She's mad because this uh, this is a little bit of confusion. But either he wrote the letter from the boyfriend who said, "You need to leave. I can't love you like he can. I saw right. how he loved you." Right, right. Whatever. He knows about it. He admits. To, he fesses up to writing it. <laughs> Whatever. Then he's like, "This is my true form." She falls right through the floor. She lands back in the bed. He's sitting there, all like, <laughs> um, "It's very strange." And he's like, "Come on, we can be friends. It's cute. You got a friend in me." He wants to write his name on the bottom of her shoe like she's Cowboy Woody. It's very bizarre. Uh, I'm pretty sure the movie then tells me when his <laughs> his friends hell time him again, and they go, 
bro, bro, hurry up. You failed a seducer. We got to go. And he's like, you're fucking blocking me. Yeah. I think they're telling us that the hell portal opened up. They reached out and found a legal yellow pad and a red crayon somewhere (laughs) and wrote the fucking false breakup letter. I think his hell cousins might have written it because they're like, this guy sucks at seducing. We'll help him out. That's <laughs> and even if that's not true, I laugh for a good five minutes at the thought of him like reaching out of the hellfire. All right. You've got the paper. Yes, yes, yes. Our boy can love you so much better. I probably <laughs> put it back. Right even when they're banging the demon hands coming out. So they're, they're interfering yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. man. Yeah, they're it's getting cool. really into it here. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing where the demon hands come out and, like, she just was revealed in that dream. You're like, guys, come on. Not okay. Like, yeah. there's a Even lot. Even if she's running through the house and they're like, Lisa, Lisa. Yeah. I'm like, dude, there's a you lot gotta of, let your boy work. There's a lot of gin blocking here. Not okay. Yeah, you, you gotta let your boy work. Gotta I let don't your know boy how work. it goes with gin ladies. This might be new territory. Oh, the that gin could be could, it. The gin could be a an essentially genderless sexless sure sure uh, that's what it you is know, reproductive well, species where there's x amount of them made right so this is all new and they're just like he's doing what with maybe the this body? is oh well that's God. maybe the okay because like in the first so the first they never contacted him before we right. never saw in any movie that they had the ability to speak through hell right. so the, the first gen... time they see him use that dick they're like we got to call this dude right so the gen <laughs> from the first two wish masters is like super into his job like he's like pleasure for pain stuff He probably got a lot of hell time calls and they're like, dude, you are just like fucking around. Can you can you finish this up? It's like, no, no, I'm taking my time, man. I'm enjoying my life. This guy is probably like not the favorite. Like he gets to Earth. They're like, oh, this guy for fucking serious. This is the one who ends up getting out. He's like, like, my older brother's so good at creating little hells everywhere he goes. Yeah. I'm still teaching the class. I'm and trying like, my damnest. Oh, great. So it's this guy. And they're like, like he's like the youngest one who they're like goading into finishing finally. It's not going to happen. Sorry about the, the sniff, but I'm very. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it, dude. Because he, he's essentially pitching her wife life. He's like, we can have this. It'll all be good, right? He has this fucking wild line, right? Where he's like, the fact that Sam can walk again is a testament to my love for you. And then he gives Sam the pain in his legs. Like, ah, he's like, God is not invited to this party, Sam. (laughs) And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, this is some catty ass Riverdale high school bullshit. He's very, 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 he's very conflicted. He's never dealt with these emotions. He can make a pretty fucking good case that he's no worse a dating option than actual Sam. So they're both caught in these weird colliding paradoxes. It kind of ends with a little bit of a flub, right? She yeah. wish Sam wishes for a way to kill him. And he goes, okay, bro. And just runs Sam through. There's no fight. It doesn't happen, right? Right, right. She kind of lures him like, well, I need Sam, blah, blah, blah. And when Sam stands up behind, she pushes him. Right. Ah, and he gets burned in hell. Right, right. There was a burning question still on my mind, right? Because she walks out. And she's in this bright, sunny. It reminded me of the end of Nightmare on Elm Street 1. Right. Well, there's a, it's real, a little too sunny. It's, it's a little a real, too like, nice. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Do you think that the gin, because this is the thing, right? She tried to run away. The house was ripping apart. She falls through and lands right back in her bed where he's sitting there cross legged, like, hello. 
Right. Do you think she was in the gym? I think she's maybe in her own. Ooh, okay. Bust this. I think she's caught in the gym by the end of if this movie. If a gin catches feels, do you think yeah. they... Because like this starts happening. like He's basically like experiencing human emotions. Do you think they have to replace themselves and she's now a gin? I don't even know that. I think she's in the gym or some parallel pocket universe. Sure. I think he's going to return as a different guy and keep going. That makes sense. I think he now has an eternity to play this right. game. With I think her. he's got a taste, and now he's like, "All right, I'm gonna, I want to, I want to do this again." Because he's, I he think loves he her. allowed himself to be banished. Yep. So that he could then continue to have. I think she's trapped that in the gym sense. at the end of this movie. That would make you know he loves her. Maybe it's like yeah. uh, what dreams. I think in a weird way from. he forsook hell on earth. Yep. And he's somewhat trapped in his own heaven hell paradox right. with this this woman at the end. Because right. that last shot is so weird. Yeah. It's very out of context. It's so fucking strange to me that I, it was letting I me like feel like the idea else that this sort of ends in this sort of what dreams may come scenario where it's like, do you want to yeah. do it again? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'll buy it. But like I said, it's such a fucking weird direction for part four to go. I absolutely fell in love with it. Yeah. The idea of Same. the djinn who is, because they tell us early, they are a creature of pure malice and evil. Right. They're everything we fear manifested. This movie is saying, what if that's what we are to the djinn? And that's why they're attacking us and they have no remorse for us or whatever. Right. And then for the smallest of seconds. Well, think about it. We're a always. A djinn sees something right. that he falls for. We're always asking. We're always asking the djinn for things. This is the first time in four movies that the djinn has been asked something of like something simple. Like, I just want to see you. Like, it's like this more yeah. ethereal thing. It's the only time he hasn't it's been weird. asked for like an actual item. When he wins the settlement, she gets the little kiss on the cheek. Yeah. And you can see the fucking first crack in the armor. Yep. This is not a horrifying, untouchable, scary guy. Because, again, our first Wishmaster gave off those I will bite your face off vibes. Totally, yeah. Whether in costume or not, right? Yeah. Fucking rubber moist suit guy creep. This is just a normal looking guy, and he feels a moment, right? This this creature who is trapped for eternity in this gym. And he constantly have his cousins like, come on, bro, help. Uh. Come on, let's go. He's essentially the scientist from Howard the Duck, dude. Just trying and trying and can't get it done, right? Can't get it done, yes. He finds this one little moment of intimacy. And he begins to dream his own dream. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's such a weird inversion of the horror movie formula. And it, again, it goes, it's a little better with its campiness in this one. The kills are upped a little bit. Yeah. So even though the suit's not as good, this and that, there, there's some real fun. I mean, he's, love triangle elements. He's dreaming it's, the it's impossible dream. Movie. He's dreaming the impossible dream. You're rooting for the gin. You're like, what yeah, you other horror movie? The last time you see your horror movie monster, he's kind of just like I'm looking for love, right? Yeah. You could say maybe Bride of Frankenstein, but that's a lot. I wouldn't say it's any creepier than this. Actually, it's equally as creepy as this. Um. But yeah, it's 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 not something you see, right? And especially from Wishmaster, it's not something I thought I would expect is right. um the Jin has a heart. Yeah, he's just I looking. thought I thought it was a really fun way to wrap this series up. Um I wanted to toss it to you in summation. 
We like to do this when we wrap up a, a franchise. What about Wishmaster still keeps you coming back for more? What do you love so much about the oh. Wishmaster as a character and a franchise? Character-wise, again, Andrew Divoff is just like one of the all-time great faces. He really should get a lot more love in like the pantheon of great horror movie yeah. guys. It just doesn't, you know? And, yep. you know, again, if you recontextualize it and think of it as a different gin, it works It works pretty well. Again, everyone thinks has got low points. Everyone's got high points. Um, I think what I – look, what do I like about Wishmaster? The syntax, the incorrect grammar. Like, it's all wonderful. No. Uh, the, <laughs> what I like is that – I like, words are powerful. I like that. Like, they say this in Wishmaster 4. Like, I that, like yeah. the idea – you know, the pen is mightier than the sword in a lot of ways. So I like the idea that that would come back to haunt you. And, of course, that would be a terrifying thing. I'm not sure – we never got even close – to being as good as the first Wishmaster in these three movies. But I like the way it went because four really does take it in this direction where we're like, that was not the movie I was expecting. Eh, You know, I enjoyed that. It soars over its limitations. I like being surprised by movies that I do not expect to surprise me. Yeah. I, I think what I always come back to, right again, is that Andrew Divoff, is one of the scariest characters, right? His, whether in suit or not, he's terrifying. His performance is awesome. I would yeah. watch those performances any day and be happy I did. Absolutely. I, I love the supernatural creativity. I like the little bit of ancient Egyptian mysticism scenes, right? Yep, yep. Um, there, there is a, a creepiness about a monster who's just preying on our inability to to voice on our whims right that's that's the right word right that we have the these whims and we all want something more and better than what we have right and how thin that wall is when a monster says i can give that to you that we're willing to just jump in the ocean without the shark cage and see what happens i think it's it's a really fun game that works over and over and over again for me i agree the viciousness of being careful what you wish for is what makes this terrifying and also highly entertaining. Yeah, and I'm a sucker for weird religious lore movies. So, like, Absolutely. even strangely, as three and four are kind of hampered, yeah, they still have these really fun little bits for me to mine yeah. um, that I I do really I really still do enjoy. enjoy the Dick Angels. They are they are great. <laughs> Angels, you got to step your games up. Not a good show. That guy lopped the book lady's head off. Not okay. That wasn't even an angel. We don't even know who he was. I thought that was an angel. That was the guy. Maybe he had a blue light, but that could just be God bringing him up to punish him and send him back to hell for not doing his job. Shit. They said the hunter had been activated. Oh, didn't right. give him an angel name. Just the they hunter. Didn't... Yeah, because you're like, you think that if it was an angel, they would have activated they... him the moment the gym was opened up. Yeah, I guess that's true. So he's unless just like, God wants him to fail. He's at just a gin visions. hunter, while this gin's just trying. Maybe to... Maybe that's the lesson God wants us to learn: is that you don't get what you wish for. This gin's just looking for love in all the wrong places, man. That's all. I thought it was kind of a, a sweet inverse. Granted, everything he does is the creepiest way to be in love. Yeah, yeah, not great, but the basic sentiment of it was very sweet. You don't like force the L, force the L world L word post coitus like that. Not okay. That's true. That that is that that's a basic rookie bitch yeah. move. Come on, bud. 
you got to get out. You that's, know? A ver- that's, that's a virgin a, mistake. You don't do that. I don't know, man. I, I also think the fun thing about this franchise. Yeah, he's just like a fucking 5,000-year-old virgin. Yeah. I do think the fun thing about this franchise, though, is I think this is the perfect franchise for a great big fucking reboot. Oh, totally. I've always thought that. The fact that this they haven't so done it yet is ripe. so it's ripe. so fun. Yeah. And In 2022? You could have perfect. Andrew Divoff make like a legacy cameo. And, you know, everyone thought there'd never be another Pennywise after Tim Curry. And they found one, yeah. right? You can find everyone, another. You can find another. It's, it's hard. And it won't be the same always, but like you can find someone to do a pretty good job. Uh, Bring Andrew Divoff in again and honor what he did. The Wishmaster is just a perfect setup for a horror movie. And it's it's evergreen and it travels time, place, dimension, whatever. Also, as long as we're credited, you can have all those like dick blowing up jokes and stuff like that. Like, you're welcome. I would fucking die a happy man if i got to take a shot at a wish if i got to take a shot at rebooting wishmaster i think i'd i'd be it would be like the one horror franchise i'd be comfortable trying to write this and Pumpkinhead are like the two i'm like they're right fucking there event horizon like there's a couple i love that are like right there i'd be very intimidated to do stuff like hellraiser in this and that these are so these are evergreen. Right. These have a lot of these have a lot of legs that they do. Hellraiser just has more like mythology. It's bigger. It's more intimidating. You right, got to right. I feel like you got to really dig in a lot more. I feel like the pay dirt barely got tapped in some of these movies. And this this is a great one. Um, So that's it, guys, for the Wishmaster. I hope you had as much fun uh, deep diving this series with us as we've had uh, recording them. You guys know the deal. 31 days, 31 pods. So we'll be back tomorrow with another awesome horror movie to discuss with you guys. If you would be so kind, tell your friends what we're working on over here. We work really hard. We want to have uh, as many people join us for the October Mega Marathon as possible. Please go to patreon.com slash pod and support us if you can. means the world to us, and we work hard to make all your wishes come true over there. You can email us, philmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Phil Malchemist. Uh, Find us on all the social media you're on. We're easy to get a hold of. Also, if you would be so kind, leave ratings and reviews, five stars, a couple sentences, uh, wherever you can for the show. It means the world to us. All right. Tomorrow, a new adventure in horror begins as we stand on the abyss of the October Mega Marathon. 31 days, 31 pods. We'll see you 